live from Cape Town. This is the voice of the Cape. The voice of the Cape. The voice of the Cape. Indeed, a warm welcome in this segment, focusing on the ladies' Maulud programs. And we have current leader of the Nurul Huda Weinberg Jaman, known as Dante Poppy's group, that is Fadia Slamong, as well as Mali Makanita, most affiliated to the Nurul Huda Weinberg Jamaa. To both my guests, a warm welcome and assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Fadi, let's start with you, subhanAllah. When we speak about the Nurluda Weinberg um, Jamaa, ladies Jamaa, and I know that if it wasn't for COVID, subhanAllah, every Sunday or Saturday would have been taken up with the Mawlud programs, whether it is from Cape Town to Wellington to Worcester and especially to Atlantis and Simonstown Ocean View as well. Um, the impact that COVID had on, on, on these celebrations, and I'm sure you know what we, we still do our best to keep the spirit alive alhamdulillah but let's get to the topic of you know the rampis cutting as well as the maulid program hosted by your jama uh, fadia okay <laughs> Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Um, okay, I will be um, talking about um, representing Nuruluda Maulud Jamaa of Wainberg, inshallah. Um, Nuruluda was established in the year 1933 under the leadership of um, Haji Khadija Popi, Popita, known as Anti Popi, and she was also the mother of Sheikh Nazim Muhammad. According to information of two of our long standing members, Haji Mariam Chafa and Anti Begum Pendi, Auntie Poppy used to have Maulud at the house and later at the vigilance hall in Pega Road, Weinberg. <coughs> Auntie Poppy was taught by Haji Mariam Basir of Waka. She, uh, she was taught how to do the Maulud, which is the Sharaful Anam. And I remember sitting opposite Auntie Poppy. I was about eight to nine years old at that time, admiring them and um, how the old ladies um, recited the wires and um, salawat. And they were dressed in the beautiful glittering garments and bling bling. Um, the only ones would use, they would wear the midoras, gold and silver jewelry, and we, the young ones, had to wear misfiles and all dressed in white. And after Nanti Popi, there were other um, leaders as well, Haji Khadija Abram, Haji Jawaya Yerbo, Sistima Kosi, Sistima Akobi, Haji Jawaya David, also Rafma Raikala, Haji Aisa Domingo, Haji Tawkhira Mitchell, fondly known as Haji May Allah grant all those who have passed on gender to all those, inshallah. Now, the cutting of the rampis used to take place a day before the maulid, whereby we would use orange and lemon leaves that cut up, and then we would add um, orange and, and lemon oils to it and mix it together. And then the, the, the ukur would take place, which will be elaborated more on later by Mu'alima Khanita. I remember how we, the young ones, had to hand out the rampis to the people and the rose water while reciting salawat. Now, Antitoki would always remind us and say that we should never throw away the rampis in the bin, but rather on the grass of plants as salawat was recited on it. 
I remember back then when we went, it was Auntie Poppy to Paul, to family of us, to Mexico and Maulud. And at that time, it was like a long drive to Paul compared to today. But those were the fond memories of what I can remember at that time, Alhamdulillah. I think today we need to make things very interesting to our youth and give them some good alternatives. We need to encourage our youth a lot today, maybe, by playing special CDs with Rewire, Salawat, and Cosidas regularly, regularly in our homes and in our cars, so that they can get used to those beautiful melodies instead of today's music. Just have it playing in the background even, especially the younger ones, and, and then they will easily latch on to it. So um, so what we do in our Maulud, we encourage the younger ones to, um, to give them rewires, to recite different rewires. And if it's too long, they would, um, we would share it among them. And they are also encouraged to read up the meaning. They are also encouraged to read up the, the English translation of the rewires to get a better understanding of what they're reciting about the life of our beloved Rasul, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. We also have our other aunties to assist with the Maulid, um, like Auntie Yasmina Tofi, Auntie Hasnat, Auntie Kia, Auntie Marzia, Auntie Yasmina, Auntie Fauzi, Auntie Limi, Auntie Hawa, Bana, Auntie Chiji, Auntie Rashida, and Fakhria, and the rest of our ladies and youth, alhamdulillah. Um, and all the other helpers, like Auntie Safiya and Auntie Chiji's daughters, my sisters, and the children are always helping us when they do this big day of Maulud. And uh, especially my children as well. And um, also not forgetting Uncle Zain and my beloved husband Ismail for the unselfish assistance, alhamdulillah. Mm-hmm. We always appreciate everyone's assistance regardless of how big or small. Shukran to our Almighty and to all. May Allah always increase you in good and keep you under his protection. Mm-hmm. So, um... Maulud time, um, when it's the Maulud season normally, it carries on for a couple of months whereby we are invited to other Maulids all around Cape Town, Paul, Wellington, Worcester. And um, it's always so nice to regularly see um, the other ladies from the different Jamaas during the Maulud season. But sadly, we also lose some of those gems each year. They all grant in high place in gender. Amen. Amen. We also love also to always guide us and to keep us on the straight path and to carry on with these beautiful traditions of Maulud and Nabi, inshallah. But um, most importantly, I think, is um, to implement the teachings of our beloved Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in our daily lives. And um, we ask Allah to keep us all steadfast in our deen, inshallah. Amen. Um, um, yeah. Can we chat to Mu'alima Konita for now, inshallah? We'll yes, come back yes, to you, Fadia. And I'm sure okay. being the Mu'alima at the madrasa, probably as well, and teaching the children ruwaya. Uh, is there lots of excitement when the children are being taught this ru- the ruwayas in madrasa, Mu'alima? Uh, Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh, beloved listeners of the Voice of the Cape. Um, the question uh, with regards to the riwayas, yes. alhamdulillah, um, with the riwayas, the children usually they're shy because they um, are not, um, they're not accustomed and used to listening to the riwayas as mm. much. But when, with the hype of maulid, we always tend to teach them a new riwayah. Mm-hmm. So we, we start them off with the Ashraqal, and then long after, perhaps the, the year after that, the Qabla Salawat, and the year after that, another Maulid, and uh, and so forth. And um, when they become accustomed to it, they get, and, and we teach them the meaning of the riwayah, they start loving it. 
and they become excited because when Maulid, uh, the day of Maulid, when we celebrate it, then we usually invite the parents like their mommies and their grannies and their aunties so they are supposed to be on a little platform they stand in front and they are ever so proud to be able to recite knowing that these are praises of Rasulullah commemorating his birth speaking fondly about his mother about Halima his uh, uh, milk mother and all the beautiful stories that we teach them so some of them will even render in the riwayas in Arabic some will uh, like with Qasidas uh, uh, they will read and some will even express um, with nasheeds and, and so forth but the year is, I mean the, this usually happens towards the end of the year and um, they are quite excited when it comes to Maulid season yes. Alhamdulillah. Is it, um, you know, we always speak about keeping the legacy and keeping the tradition alive of the Cape Subhanallah and Mawlud, celebration of Mawlud is one of those traditions. This year was mm-hmm. very challenging and it is still very challenging for many of us. Uh, may Allah protect us all. I mean, um, mm-hmm. so um, just to get Fadia also, you know, what was encouraged this time around within your Mawlud Jama since you could not physically be together? Um, the, I think the DJ platform, especially when there's speakers on the on the radios, we would listen to those being recited, and um, then we don't feel so lost, especially when it was Maulud and Nabi, the night of Maulud, mm-hmm. and when we hear the riwayat and when they speak about Maulud, that is all what we can that can carry on the legacy of Maulud, inshallah. A final word, perhaps, from uh, both Mu'alima and your side with regards to, you know, Mawlid celebrations and especially getting the younger generation more involved as well, Fadia? Yes. Uh, so basically, um, we would like to encourage our young ones because we know the tradition of Rampisne is also, um, you know, sometimes they, the, the little ones would always think, what is it? Yes. If mommies don't take them to Rampisne, they're not going to know what Rampisne is about. So wherever there is a Rampisne, take them. And sometimes mommies even don't know where it stems from. So basically, basically Rampis come from the word, the Malaysian word, Rampai. So Rampa, they would uh, associate the whole ceremonial thing as uh, 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 Bunga Rampa, which is the cutting of the Rampis, the Rampis name. So um, I, I researched a little bit and I found that, um, that because the reason why I researched is because many people associated our Rampis name with the Windrut. In the tradition mm. of cutting orange leaves, but I found that uh, Subhanallah. I mean, our ancestors came as slaves um, uh, with a, a Dutch, uh, uh, the Cape Dutch colonizers, and they came with ships and so forth, and they settled here, and this is how they taught us. Um, Islam and they carried on their legacies and their, their traditions and of the Indonesian and Malaysian traditions I found that whenever there are celebrations they have a bunga rampai so they would, what they would do is they would cut um, leaves in fine strips and they, like we do at the Rampit, they cut it in fine strips, they uh, add in patchouli leaves rose petals Jasmine petals as well. And then they throw rose water over and this would happen in a big basin. And then they covered it for about half an hour. And a lot of it, there are many similarities with this regarding our rampis. Now when we do it, we also put it in a big basin. We also cover them with beautiful citrus 
oils, essential oils, rose oils and so forth. And we let it stand. And at that time, whilst we let it stand and to ha- like wait for about half an hour, praises are being read upon Rasulullah wasallam, and Askar are being read and du'as are being uh, uh, read. So once that, that takes about 20 minutes, we open it up and what I found in the Malaysian tradition was they also cut in a handkerchief Subhanallah, and in a, or a big cloth so that they don't miss. And then they would take from the big basin and fill small little handkerchiefs. And this would happen at the ceremonies of molas. It would happen at the ceremonies of uh, weddings and so forth. And even in the Middle East, when we travel to Arab countries as well, they don't perhaps have rampisme where they cut leaves, but they have specific sweets that come out only molas time. Mm-hmm. They are those almond crackles that is um, coated with uh, white and pink sugar. So um, those those come specific, specifically out molar times and what happens in the different jamaas in the Arab world, then they make little pouches as well and gift the people with those sweets. So with us again, we gift in little, we will call potpourri bags. So the rampisne is like a potpourri that is made on, and everyone it is uh, following the the hadith where the Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam says, "Tahabu tahadu," like give gifts, and you will be uh, it will cause unity. And this rampisne and the maulid gatherings is all about unity, okay. unifying and uniting our. Um, a Muslim community here in Cape Town and that is why we uh, invite different jamaat from different areas and so we keep the celebration of Maulid alive. Uh-huh. So with regard to the young ones, mommies, daddies, grannies, grandfathers, if you can, encourage the little ones so that this tradition don't, you know, fade away and make them excited about Maulid. Speak to them about the beautiful stories of Rasulullah, how he looked, how beautifully looked when he was a baby as he grew up. His marriage to uh, Khadija and Aisha and the other wives, radiallahu ta'ala anhum. Make it exciting for them so that they long, because they love fairy tales. And Rasulullah whole life from the day, from the day his mother carried him in his womb, in her womb, was a fairy tale. And it was more than a fairy tale. And when you put over a story as beautiful as like that, like it is in the Riwayat Surah, children it attracts the ear. Indeed. The ears will be attracted. So we make to add that Allah Ta'ala keeps our uh, community together mm-hmm. and um, with the celebrations that we keep up with because it unites our community mm-hmm. and may Allah Ta'ala accept the good that everyone does whoever puts part and parcel with regard to keeping up these beautiful traditions. Mm-hmm. Um, we say big shukran for being with us this morning. Alhamdulillah. And then just final words from your side, um, Fadia. Yes, um, I think she said a lot now, Alhamdulillah. And, <laughs> and what I say, she, she's the one that assists me with the, with the translations of the Riwayat, Alhamdulillah. And, Alhamdulillah. and we are now doing that to implement it in our daily lives and to read the stories to the children so that they can understand 
The Voice of the Cape 91.3 FM Stereo